Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about thalassemia. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash thalassemia or in the hematology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. Thalassemia is a genetic condition that causes defects in the protein chains that make up hemoglobin. Normal hemoglobin consists of two alpha and two beta globin chains. Defects in the alpha globin chains lead to alpha thalassemia, and defects in the beta globin chains lead to beta thalassemia. Both alpha and beta thalassemia are autosomal recessive conditions. The overall effect is varying degrees of anemia depending on the type and the mutation. In patients with thalassemia, the red blood cells are more fragile and they break down more easily. The spleen acts as a sieve to filter the blood and remove older blood cells. In patients with thalassemia, the spleen collects all the destroyed red blood cells resulting in splenomegaly. The spleen gets clogged up full of all the waste products from those broken down red blood cells. The bone marrow in patients with thalassemia expands to produce extra red blood cells to compensate for the chronic anemia. This causes a susceptibility to fractures and prominent features such as a pronounced forehead and malar eminences, which are the cheekbones. Let's talk about potential signs and symptoms. Patients with thalassemia will have a microcytic anemia with a low mean corpuscular volume. They may also present with fatigue, pale skin and pale conjunctiva, jaundice, gallstones, splenomegaly, poor growth and development, and a pronounced forehead and malar eminences. How do we establish a diagnosis? A full blood count will show a microcytic anemia. Hemoglobin electrophoresis is used to diagnose the globin abnormalities. And DNA testing can be used to look for the genetic abnormality. Pregnant women in the UK are offered a screening test for thalassemia at their booking clinic when they book in for their pregnancy. Next, let's talk about iron overload in the context of thalassemia. Iron overload occurs in thalassemia as a result of faulty creation of red blood cells, recurrent transfusions, and increased absorption of iron in the gut in response to the anemia. Patients with thalassemia have their serum ferritin levels monitored to check for iron overload. Management of iron overload involves limiting transfusions and performing iron chelation. Iron overload in thalassemia causes similar effects to hemochromatosis with chronic fatigue, liver cirrhosis, infertility, impotence, heart failure, arthritis, diabetes, and osteoporosis and joint pain. Alpha thalassemia. Alpha thalassemia is caused by defects in the alpha globin chains. The gene for this protein is on chromosome 16. Management of alpha thalassemia involves monitoring the full blood count, monitoring for complications such as iron overload, blood transfusions when required, splenectomy may be performed, and a bone marrow transplant can be curative. 
beta thalassemia. Beta thalassemia is caused by defects in the beta globin chains. The gene for this protein is on chromosome 11. The gene defect can either consist of abnormal copies that retain some function or deletion genes where there's no function in the beta globin protein. Based on the type of defect, beta thalassemia can be split into three types. Thalassemia minor, thalassemia intermedia and thalassemia major. Thalassemia minor. Patients with beta thalassemia minor are carriers of an abnormally functioning beta globin gene. They have one abnormal and one normal gene. Thalassemia minor causes a mild microcytic anemia and usually patients only require monitoring and no active treatment. Thalassemia intermedia. Patients with beta thalassemia intermedia have two abnormal copies of the beta globin gene. They can either be two defective genes or one defective gene and one deletion gene. Thalassemia intermedia causes a more significant microcytic anemia. Patients require monitoring and occasional blood transfusions. When they require more transfusions, they may require iron chelation to prevent iron overload. Thalassemia major. Patients with beta thalassemia major are homozygous for the deletion genes. They have no functioning beta globin genes at all. This is the most severe form of thalassemia and usually patients will have severe anemia and failure to thrive in early childhood. Thalassemia major causes severe microcytic anemia, splenomegaly and bone deformities. Management involves regular transfusions, iron chelation and splenectomy. Bone marrow transplantation can potentially be curative. So thanks for listening to this episode on thalassemia. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. If you found the podcast helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Pediatrics book. There's also full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible. And you can find notes, videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerodefinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be on hereditary spherocytosis.